Welcome to The Recap, the part of our Pastoring Out Loud podcast where we recap the previous week's sermon. Hi, Dave. Hey. It's just you and me this week and uh, trying to think of a acronym for recap that goes along with the text from this last week, Genesis 6, 17, which, uh, so we thought maybe, what, what did you say? R- radical? Radical. Emphasis. En- engagement. No, engagement. Radical engagement with circumcision and promises. <laughs> That's the acronym for Genesis 17. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Cool. Well, just give us a quick quick recap of uh, where you went with the text and the main points. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's right after the Hagar episode with Abram where he's tried to basically fulfill the covenant by his own strength, in his own flesh, quite literally. Um, that went really bad. It was really messy. Hadn't talked about that. And then chapter 17, uh, God shows up after 13 years. So it's been a 13-year wait, 24 years since he first set out on his journey. And he tells he tells Abram who he is. And he, he says, I am God mm-hmm. Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. So the first point in the sermon was just, who is the God of this covenant? And and he's talking to him that way because he, he's reminding him, remember who I am. I am able to keep my promises despite the impossibility, uh, despite what seems like an impossibility because of your age. I said in the sermon, you know, we don't do many baby dedications right. with 80-year-old parents um, because so, so it really is impossible. It's a really hard situation. And then in verses 3 to 8, he he kind of re-emphasizes God, re-emphasizes to Abram the covenant and retells him offspring, so people, um, Canaan, place, I'm your God, presence. So God's people and God's place to enjoy God's mm-hmm. presence. We keep seeing it over and over again. And he adds some things that we haven't heard before there. He says, you're going to be the father of a multitude of nations. He actually right. changes Abram's name here to Abraham, which means I can stop accidentally saying Abraham and just say... Yeah. Just say Abram now. He's Abraham now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So he's now officially Abraham. Um, and he uh, he adds this promise about an everlasting covenant, and he adds this promise about how kings are going to come from Abraham's. Uh, and that's actually, you know, Abraham means multitude of nations instead of just exalted father, which is what Abram means. And so he's he's instituting and expanding in some ways the promise. So... He's not been there for 13 years. He shows up, reveals himself, and then says, my promises are still true. I'm still going to keep them, and they're better. They're better than I've showed you before. Mm-hmm. And then the last, from 9 to 14, is God telling him to institute this, this covenant, uh, to, to, that the covenant sign would be circumcision. Right. And so uh, what I emphasize there is just why circumcision? Why would, why would God do that? Mm-hmm. And I talked about how the, the covenant promise has to do with the offspring. Mm-hmm. Um, the, literal, the literal Hebrew there is really like the seed um, of, of Abram. And so he's, he's marking every male offspring that comes, reminding them of the promise, reminding them of the line. He's cutting away the flesh, which is how Abram tried to keep the promise on his own. Mm-hmm. And there's there's blood, which is which I think is is meant to point to an offspring that right. would shed his blood, 
uh, for for the people. Um, so it's a looking away from ourselves, looking to God. It's a reminder of the promise of the offspring. It's a reminder that there's an offspring coming who will shed his blood and will will conquer uh, conquer the serpent and bring the blessing that's been promised. Um, so that's where we went and, and mainly yeah. emphasizing. And the question I asked, based on God revealing himself and the sign that's meant to remind us of what God has done is, uh, you know, do you think God is trustworthy? Mm-hmm. And just tried to press yeah. that down for people. <clears throat> That's really good. Is there any part of the text that maybe you would have wanted to go into a little bit further detail on or anything like that, but maybe you didn't have time? Well, not actually not, not so much this week. Uh, mainly because I was supposed to preach all of chapter 17. Yeah. <laughs> and we and decided then on last Friday, yep. I just was like, I can't do it. So I actually split it in half. So I actually felt like I had a good amount of time yeah. this week to kind of go all the places I needed to. And then next week I'll I'll go back to a few of the things from these verses and then finish up the chapters. So yep. I felt I felt better than usual <laughs> about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um how did it, maybe you had a perception of, you know, this is a weird text, you know, just talking about circumcision. So you had a a thought of this is going to be received a certain way. And then, so was there any difference in how you thought it would come across and how, like the feedback that you've gotten from people about the sermon? You, uh, if you're going to be a preacher, you should really be someone that believes in the power of God's word. Mm -hmm. So I always do. Um, I always am trusting God's going to, you know, all things have been written for our encouragement, right? Yep, and our instruction that we might have hope. Um, so I, I trust that. I believe that. I believe the Holy Spirit wrote it. He's in us, so He's gonna. But you know, you get to some text, and you're like, "This is kind of strange." Yeah, we're talking mm-hmm. a lot about circumcision for two weeks, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and uh, it was. I mean, it's been amazing just from various sources. You've been around for some of them when they've when they've said this, which yeah. is assuming why you asked the question. Yeah. Yep. Just the I'm totally the, leading you. <laughs> yeah. Three or four different people at least who've said that I just this was the exact right scripture I needed this mm-hmm. morning. So the exact right word I needed this morning. Which, you know, <laughs> you just go, you know, I don't I don't you know, which just means the Holy Spirit's working. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody opens up to Genesis 17 and goes, this is what I need for my life. Mm-hmm. I just need more circumcision in my life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and so I think so. I think it's just encouraging to see that God works through his word and encourages people. The reason this would be a strange story is if you just saw it completely out of its context and you, you, didn't, you, you weren't working through all the themes ahead of time about God's people and God's place to enjoy God's presence, but because we've seen those themes, we've been preaching through those books, I think people are able to see God more, see themselves more. And I just think it becomes uh, easier to see this as part of one story, not just its own separate strange story about, you know, remember when, you know, Abram went and got circumcised with the sons. It's remember when God showed up and revealed himself and kept his promises. Right. Yeah. And uh, that just leads to the thing that I found most encouraging in the sermon is how you just showed how even the New Testament picks up on the language of circumcision and um, not in a physical sense, but now in the new covenant, we have circumcision of the heart mm-hmm. and, you know, we need the, that flesh removed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a, the spiritual reality, mm-hmm. which is just really encouraging that it is part of one story and it's the same reality that's going on. Right, right, and most most encouraging about that is that God does that. Yeah, mm-hmm. God does that. So if we're going, man, I need to, how do I 
circumcise myself spiritually, mm-hmm. there'd be no hope. Right, exactly. But God does this work, which is really the new covenant work of taking out the heart of stone and putting in the heart of flesh, which means not only does he keep his promises, but he keeps his promises even to change us and keep us, mm-hmm. which is really good news. Yep. Awesome. Well, it was an encouraging sermon, man. Thanks for preaching. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>